Sean, tell me something. Yeah. How long have we been friends? 2007? Something like that. And so how many years is that? I don't know, like more than 13, 10. 14. Something like that. And I just found out that you have been keeping a secret from me for so long. What's that? That Sean is short form for Parmesan. Oh, I thought you were going to do the other TikTok. <laughs> the um, the Seanathan. Somebody's actually named Seanathan, and that's like oh, a yeah, big I viral that. thing right but, now. But uh, I, I heard that Sean is actually short form for uh, Parmesan. So <laughs> I'm going to be calling you Parmesan for the <laughs> entire show. That's so cheesy. <laughs> you know what's not cheesy, though? What's that? This episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. Parmesan here with a news update. David I know it's par- Parmesan. Parmesan. Pa- Parmesan. Parmesan. No, no, Parmesan. Parmesan. <laughs> I saw you, where, it like a few weeks ago. I don't know. I think it was on TikTok or whatever. Or it's like an Instagram reel. But I'm like, oh my god, that's so good. Parmesan. Well, well David, how are you, man? What's up? I know you. you know I know what? you've had a rough week. Uh, and you know, I, I I'm not going to get too much into the details, but uh, you, you know. Shout out to people who decide to go into the plumbing profession because fuck that noise. It is the bane of my existence right now. Try to save a buck by uh, figuring out my own plumbing problems. And it turns out that it's a whole lot worse than I thought. But oh, the joys of owning a owning a house. But uh, I, I think the last thing that... Uh, I was working on was leveling my deck so I could put my gazebo up. Then we had some plumbing problems and now I have no kitchen sink, no dishwasher, no gazebo. That sucks. I'm sorry. And you were one board short. Uh, Actually. Yeah, I was one board short. Uh, But uh, you know what? First world problems, whatever. I decided to finish my deck on like the hottest, hottest freaking day of the year so far. Hey, how's that? How's everything up there i know you're you're far enough up that you might not be affected by the 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 smokes of the fires but i'll tell you it's been a it's been a weird few days here i know like southwestern ontario southwestern ontario and then like parts of i guess that'd be north what is that northeastern united states yeah like new york and stuff um which is also wild yeah it's just like crazy hazy smoggy days actually uh we are having super clear sunny days here yeah must be i wonder if i can uh rhyme for the rest of the time maybe probably should get the we should get those big (laughs) dyson headsets that have like the 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 filter on the front oh my god i watched uh i watched a review video of that just because it's like a thousand dollar pair of headphones that have like air filters on them they're so stupid um anyways yeah not the dumbest (laughs) headpiece that we've seen this week (laughs) that's true um the weather is actually pretty good up here uh it's warm well it's super warm uh there's no more snow it melted a few weeks ago uh i'm on a roll (laughs) you are call call you butter you're on a roll um no a few weeks ago because if for anyone that uh knows like uh western canada is pretty much on fire. Like there's tons of forest fires in like Northern Alberta and BC and stuff like that. Um, so we've been a few weeks ago, we were getting some pretty smoggy days, but it was like pretty high up. So like it wasn't really affecting the air quality where we are, but in the evenings you could really tell like the skies was, it, it was like, it almost felt like the, the sky was foggy, but really high up, you know, like you get that like a foggy haze in the morning where it's like, okay, yeah, you can tell something's there. So it wasn't like really affecting the air quality. I know that people who have have allergies had it really bad. But uh, no, the last few days has been pretty clear. Uh, but for uh, for those of you south, or south of the northern Ontario, it's, it's pretty bad. 
Yeah, it, it hasn't been great. Um, we've had some sports be, be uh, shut down this week. Um, it's been really windy. Everything smells of campfire. It's a little odd. Which is crazy because, like, you know, we get forest fires every year, right, in Canada, but nothing to this extent. Like, it's just very strange that it's it's kind of happening like this and how much it's affecting everything down there. I uh, I get a laugh out of all the people who are conspiracy theorists out there saying the government has uh, started all these fires at the same time. It's craziness. But well, we're not here like, for conspiracy theories. <laughs> no. We are uh, here. That's our next episode. Yeah. Um, so so last week or two weeks ago, we did lawn maintenance. Now we're doing basement and uh, deck maintenance. <laughs> and now uh, conspiracy theories and aliens. I You know, I'm sure we could have a pretty good following if we did a, a full conspiracy theory episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It depends on what conspiracy. Like, we could do some conspiracy theories in gamings and movies. That'd be kind of cool. Like, yeah. Why did or this like, happen? Or how about like our our top movies about or like where the theme is some sort of conspiracy? Maybe that'd be kind yeah. of fun. By the way, from last week's episode, I had an eagle-eared listener reach out to me and say, yeah, "David was right. You always knew what one of the two shows was happening based on what class you were in." However. They did mention that when you saw that AV cart before French class, you knew you didn't have to learn French. <laughs> That's true. That's because true. like class back in the day, like in elementary school was like a half hour at most. And then they'd like let you do something. And then like you, you, you go back and think about it. Like our attention spans had to be so low. Like when you're at a work meeting or something, they segment your days in like anywhere from a half hour to an hour and a half segment. So they let you go to the washroom, get a snack, you know, because adults can barely pay attention for longer than an hour and a half. Well, especially in freaking business meetings. Those are nobody. But elementary school, you're just like, holy shit. Like you don't remember, but the jury, the jury has voted and the jury has said that French class was slightly better because you knew you didn't have to learn. You could just watch the pineapple. Bill Nye, you could also watch at home. So you already saw some of the episodes. That's true. Also a very true point. But you also didn't really have to, like you weren't being forced to learn like when you were watching Bill Nye because it was just, it was edutainment, right? Like it was entertaining. You wanted to watch it, right? And then learning was just a a side effect of watching that show. Whereas with the, uh, the French uh, the French show that we had to watch, um, you kind of you you either paid attention to try and figure out what the hell was going on because they talked too fast and we couldn't understand it because we were so so young and didn't know proper French at the time. That's true. Uh, or you just zoned out and passed notes to each other in class. I mean, yeah, but we were also children, so like, I don't know. I went to. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. We went to an uh, like a like we went and voted at an elementary school, and you're walking through the elementary school and you're like, "Man, are these actually this small?" And you just realize that the shelves are only three feet or two feet off the floor to make sure kids could use them, and the hooks are super low. Mm-hmm. Like, man, ad- like teachers must feel like giants every single day. Oh, I know. Everything's like sure, but back then, you know, like we, some people had to get on their tippy toes to use the water fountain. Yeah, and like we voted at um, one of my old elementary schools, and I was just like, wow, I don't remember it being like this at all. And it was like very, very different. Even the gym, the gym Did felt I... so purport, like out of oh, proportionally I big. I was yeah. like, this doesn't make any sense. Well, it's because they have to have it has to be able to fit the entire school in there, right? Yeah. Sundays, yeah. Did I tell you? Uh, I think we talked about it when we went to Winnipeg a few, I don't know, a few months ago or whatever. And Many we got moons the, ago. Yeah. We got the handicap or the, not the handicapped room, like the uh, handicapped accessible room. Um, And everything was like three feet off the ground, like all the light switches, everything. It was, it was weird. Like I felt like a giant in that room because <laughs> everything was so low to the ground. But uh, yeah, 
what's new with you? What's uh, you playing anything? Are you you watching anything? Bro, I have barely played a thing. We had such a such a weird week TV wise. Like we still haven't finished Ted Lasso. And I don't know. It's just we haven't really had the the vibe to watch TV recently. I've been totally forgot that Ted Lasso season three was out. Like I, I've been playing a few sports games. I tried. Oh, I played Lawnmower Simulator the other day. Oh yeah, always a fun time. It's great. I just I just haven't really. I've been playing my Mio a lot. So uh, I've been. Uh, do you know what game's actually insanely hard? And I forgot about it. Sega CD's Batman Returns. Oh, yeah. I can't get past like the second stage of the first level. Maybe it's because it can like the Mio is smaller. But I can't get the Batmobile past like stage three. It's wild. And you know what? Maybe it could be because you, you don't have the same like dexterity that you had as a kid. Yeah, like the in, you, in for things for games like that. You know how you're supposed to run into the batteries? Mm hmm. To like keep the Batmobile going, I can never predict what side they're going to be on. I just I can't. They always switch. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't get it. It's like, but it's been so much fun playing some of these old games, and it's a nice, bright little screen. So like, I can play a little bit before bed and just put it down. The battery seems to last a, a long time. Have you? It's uh, good. Have you had to? Have you had to charge it since you first got it? Like since the uh, initial charge? Yeah, I've charged it once. Um, That's not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah, like uh, I've been playing it for about a week now, and it's it's pretty like I I do think um, the file that we got so it's called Onion OS so somebody actually mm-hmm. like give me a hacked um, SD card for it, and the file that we ended up getting has both the American and the Japanese versions of like Donkey Kong for Game Boy, so one's in black and white and the other one's in color, which is really cool. And there's just like a few different games that I've never even seen or heard of or played before, but it's also missing some staples and classics. So it's missing like Pokemon silver and gold. And I've been told you can put those on there though, right? I can, if I figure out how to use the software, (laughs) um, I have been told some like by somebody I know that they've added a 3ds catalog to their thing. I don't know how fully it would work because you don't get to utilize that bottom screen. Right. But it's it's a it's a really cool, interesting console. You get to try it out in about a month, so that'll be fun. Yeah, and and yeah. you'll get to try out my Steam Deck. I've played uh, I mean, my you, buddies you, before. I know you've played one, but it's you know what? Like, just let me let me bring it and let you try it out. You can touch mine if I can touch yours. Jesus! <laughs> All right, so we have nothing and everything on the docket today. It's just kind of a mismatch of anything and all things. Really smash of paddywhack. Where do you want to start? I kind of want to start at the Western digital card for the Xbox, because I will tell you nothing is more annoying than being an Xbox Series X owner and having to delete games. Hell, even being an Xbox Series S owner, right? Like digital only and uh, even a smaller internal storage, 500 gigs. Uh, For people who don't know. uh. (laughs) Seagate, for the longest time, was the only manufacturer to uh, produce and or the only company to manufacture and sell expansion cards for the Xbox Series X and S. And they were stupid expensive. I think what was the. Uh, uh, what was this one terabyte? It was like 200 and some odd dollars, like the, the the flash card that slid in. I thought it was 300 to start. It was like 299 Canadian. It was an absolutely atrocious amount of money for it. And like, I've almost bought it twice and now I can buy it because it's affordable. So the, uh, let me see, where is the Seagate's expansion? Oh, they now have, so they have a 512 gig, a one terabyte and now have a two terabyte. So we'll just compare the one terabyte. Uh, let's see. Canada computers. They don't have it in stock. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was available yet. Okay, so we got uh, one terabyte, and now these are the on sale price. Uh, so the regular price is two seventy five for the one terabyte. For the two terabyte expansion, it is four eighty nine. 
So you might as well just buy a whole other Xbox Series X and have your games installed on two systems. Uh, and then the 512 was uh, 150. Yeah. Now, I don't know what was going on, like if they had an exclusive deal with that or or what. But for, I don't know, the, the Series X has been out for, what, three years now? We're coming up on the third year. Is that right? 2020 in November, right? Of 2020. Yeah, so we, I've had, yeah, two Christmases. Yeah, so we're coming up on its third year this year. Um, and uh, turns out that people don't want to spend that much money on uh, expansion cards. So Western Digital has... I, it was leaked a while ago. I think uh, on the Best Buy US, there was a listing for uh, one terabyte uh, expansion card for, I think, uh, 179 which still was uh, way cheaper than the Seagate one at uh, what is that? What was it? It was uh, four 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 eighty nine. Uh, so there was a, the official announcement on uh, Western Digital. Now these are probably American prices for uh, on this website, as far as I can tell. Uh, but the one terabyte would be one forty nine ninety nine US dollars, and the five hundred gig would be eighty bucks us Not so bad. a little bit more uh accessible now one terabyte it would be it would be great if they uh released a two terabyte right off the bat like just th- they would compete very well with uh seagate but w- this is just good in general because it means that seagate's going to have to uh have to lower their prices just to compete right like no one's going to buy the seagate ones if the western digital ones are are there It'll be interesting or, or in November to see which one is drops just stone cold, right? And you know, the thing is, is uh, Seagate generally has better prices for their hard drives and whatnot versus Western Digital. Um, if 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 you're just looking for like the regular like three and a half inch hard drives, um, I have found Seagate like you could buy like two, three terabyte hard drives for like 30, 40 bucks versus Western digital ones. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about flash storage. So that in general is more expensive, right? So I just wish they didn't make it proprietary and you were able to just hook up a regular hard drive. Like you could all the way up until the Xbox one. Well, well you can, but you just can't, you can't read Xbox series X games on it. You can't play. Yeah. Not all of them. Uh, There are a few actually that are Xbox series X optimized that you can play off of the uh, hard drive. Um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is, uh, or Legendary Collection is one of them. And then there's a few other ones, like early releases. Um, well, because you, were, you can play X Bone games too, right? So it's fine. Correct. Yeah, you can play all like the original Xbox One games on there. But uh, I mean, Sony, th- this is where Sony actually did good. <laughs> based off like um, on their on their systems like they allowed uh people to install whatever brand uh m2 ssd as long as it's a gen 4 which you know at the time when the ps5 came out the gen 4 ssds were pretty expensive i think i put a two terabyte drive in mine and at the time i think it was like maybe 200 bucks right now you can get uh two terabyte drives for well under 200 bucks but you know the the one that I have is a it's it's will last me forever. Like until until there's like a cheap like four terabyte drive or something like that, I, I'll never change mine. But Microsoft should have had a user like a user replaceable like internal drive or something like that, like to expand. But Microsoft was going for uh what's like ease of use. Right. Like they yeah. want it to be plug and play, which makes sense for a lot of people, uh, especially parents who are buying these things for their kids. Right. It's easier for them to just buy a, a SSD that's in like a cartridge style thing where you just plug it in and it works. Right. Whereas with the PS5, you had to take the covers off and you had to unscrew a whole bunch of stuff. And um, I mean, as much as I'm a pretty techie guy and I've taken stuff apart and put it back together, doing the PlayStation 5. One was kind of like nerve wracking a little bit because you have to like pry the cases off. And yeah. the last thing you want to do is break one of those pegs and stuff like that. But you have it. You've expanded your PlayStation, right? 
Yeah, I have a two terabyte M2 in there. Plus the onboard, or did you take the yeah, onboard no. off? No, you can't take the onboard off. It's like internal. Maybe maybe I'll buy one and get you to install one on mine. But like I haven't felt like I've run out of space on my PlayStation yet. But I also like I have some big games on there. But when it comes to big games, like Warzone takes up uh what twenty percent of your hard drive on the Xbox. Also, yeah. Like it's it's insane. And then like if you're good if you ever plan on getting a Jedi Survivor, that's you know another few hundred gigs. Um Games are just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That's a that's a thing. Um, so, yeah. speaking of Microsoft, because we're on the topic, they found a loophole. David and I discovered this on the weekend. It was some breaking news, but Microsoft could withdraw Activision from the UK to counter acquisition block. They have outsmarted the only people that have blocked them. Yeah, and then uh, for people who are like crying out, well, how are they going to sell? Uh, you know, Call of Duty and all the Activision Blizzard games in the UK. Uh, that would be easy. They would just license them to uh, other distributors. Easy peasy. Yep. It's uh, the funny thing too is like, can you imagine Call of Duty goes on Game Pass, but it's blocked in the UK? Yeah, well, you know what? People would get past it. Like, people would be able to access it through VPNs and stuff like that, or changing the the console's location. When what was the that one game uh, Iron Heart or something like that that just came out? Oh, the um, um, what's it called? I know exactly. Um, <laughs> dude, it's right in my head. I can turn on my Xbox and find it faster. Uh, anyway, so this game I'm loading up Game Pass on my computer. Uh, what the hell? It's something hard. I know. Anyways, continue on with your thought. Uh, Atomic Heart, that's it. That is, yeah, uh, my Xbox got up just in time. Yeah, when Atomic Heart came out, so it was like a worldwide release or something like that, apparently, or I don't know. But uh, due to time zone differences, it released in like New Zealand or Australia first. So in order to play it like a day early, People in the United States, like North America and Europe and stuff like that, was changing the location of their console to New Zealand or Australia or whatever. And then uh, they could play the game. So like they had the game so you could preload it and download it. But then if you change the location of your console, you could actually boot the game. So that's what I did on the weekend when when it released, because it was supposed to release on like the I think it was like the Monday or something like that. So I preloaded it. Uh, change the location of my console and uh, it worked no problem you didn't need a vpn or anything like that so yeah i would not be surprised if uh, that works for um you know game pass and stuff like that if microsoft pulls activision games from the uk and it's just they want to pull the studios from the uk that way if the games aren't made there it can't be a problem from what i'm kind of reading here it's yeah. interesting. Or I don't they, know the play, but or if they if they license the games out to another distributor, right? Then it's not uh, a game or another another publisher, right? Mm-hmm. It would not be technically released by Activision Blizzard. It would be released by another company that's licensing the game. But as you know, as you guys know, David and I have been following this store, uh, story pretty intently. And we are now to the point where we think the deal is going to happen. I would honestly be surprised if it didn't happen uh, this year. Fair. Do you know what else wouldn't surprise me, David? I wouldn't be surprised if the Flash movie probably outsold many of the, uh, the superhero movies that have come out this year. Because like Keaton's Batman is in it. There's a Supergirl. There's supposed to be, or Superwoman. Sorry. There's supposed to be a bunch of um, cameos. But I sent this to you the other day, and the reviews are actually fairly poor for it. But it's the uh, the Flash DC's middling multiverse movie cannot outrun the Ezra Miller factor. So our 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 um, critics. And reviewers everywhere tanking the movie because of Ezra Miller, or is it a bad movie? 
The movie comes out next week, June 16th. I looked at my recent theater as early as 20 minutes before we started recording, and there's still plenty of seats opening night and the Thursday night. To me, that tells me there's some people who are apprehensive about seeing the movie or don't want to give Ezra Miller money, mm-hmm. right? They don't want to support the the title actor. And there's a lot of big actors in it. Ben Affleck, um, Gal Gadot, Michael Keaton. That's David's favorite actor. That's the only one that I know in there. Boba Fett is in this movie because really? he's in everything. Yeah, he's he's playing the clone. Oh, I'm joking. <laughs> Looking at the meta score, it's uh, 18 positive reviews, 11 mixed and zero negative. Yeah, but if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, and I know these are, these are all only critic reviews, it's it's at a 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. Screen Rant gave it a 40. And Screen Rant is a big movie website. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm I'm interested in seeing the movie because I... I think it will be uh I think it will be a decent like <laughs> a decent <laughs> I think it'll be a, a decent all uh, like multiverse movie kind of thing even though all these characters take place in the same universe um but I don't know like the a lot of the advertisements rely heavily on like the Batman and Supergirl kind of like aspect of the movie, right? Like, I don't know. I, I, the reason why this movie is being released is because they spent too much money on it, right? But I think they were pushing it for, like, if you think about it, like, look at all of the advertising for it now. It is so heavily, you know, covered with Batman and Supergirl or Superwoman. I don't know. <laughs> what is, what's her name there? Supergirl? Yeah. Uh, that like, if you look at the picture from screen rant, right. Just like the poster that they use, um, I would say 66% of that image is either Batman or Supergirl or something to do with them. And the remaining 33% is Ezra Miller. How did you get to 66% with four items on the screen and three of them were not the flash. That is a clean 75%. What are you talking about? I divided into three. There's four things there. There's Batman, the Batwing, Superwoman, and the Flash. Okay, so like we need like an instant replay because I said thirty sixty six percent is Batman, Batgirl, or related things. Oh, so you're you're saying the vehicle counts as one of the three characters? Yeah, like, it's it, like it's that like takes a subtitle. up that takes up like two thirds of the, the of the poster. Oh, can you give me an oh snap? Because I don't have that button. <laughs> okay, hold on. Right up. Oh snap! <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, so sorry, I, I, I don't even apologize. I'm, I don't even know what I'm talking. About. What are we doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing here? And really, I think so. Just going through uh, the photos for so um, on on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, there's like half a dozen that are just like the the, first poster of the flash where it's not even like, it's just his head, but then everything else is just pictures of everyone else in there. So hot or cold take. When are you going to see the movie? You know what? I'm not going to make a two and a half hour trip to go see this movie. Okay. Um, So home release because it'll be on HBO. Yeah, I'll probably watch it at home. It would be one of those movies that like if say I was I was on my way to Winnipeg and we we're going to do a Friday night movie and nothing else was interesting or looked interesting. Like, you know, it's not something like, oh, we got to go see this movie. Then maybe I would go watch it. Um, but for the most part, I think I would rather just watch it at home. The problem with DC movies is that they have been disappointing a lot lately. So and, and Black Adam was not good. Yeah. Uh, but it could just be that's also why people in general are apprehensive about it. Right? I because DC James doesn't Gunn, have a very good track record. Um, I think James Gunn will eventually solve the DC problem. 
but it's not going to start at this movie. It's not going to start at the Batman two. It's going to be on hit projects he's doing right. Mm-hmm. Um, my other problem with this movie is a, I don't really want to give Ezra Miller the money. Mm-hmm. Like me buying a ticket is going to support it. Like I would go see it with my one buddy who likes to go watch superhero movies mm-hmm. here, but like I'm not in a rush to see it. And the fact that they cut out TVs, Barry Allen is insane to me. It's insane that they didn't even have him in a cameo or they had him in a cameo, but they didn't use it. But the flash TV show had Ezra Miller cameo on it as another version of the flash. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to be like a trade. So they didn't even like fully go with that. Super annoying. Not a huge fan. I'm a Marvel person through and through. That's like for all you PlayStation fanboys who are always like, oh my God, they love Xbox more than PlayStation. You're damn right. I love Marvel more than I love DC. I grew up watching the Batman cartoons. That was it. I had every Marvel cartoon. I liked Marvel. Batman. And then I had like the Spider-Man TV show. I watched the Iron Man cartoon. Grew up watching the Hulk. Grew up watching all that stuff, right? I just resonated with it. I I had Avengers comics. I had Secret Invasion comics. I had all that stuff. I just I like yeah, I'm not yeah, in I a didn't position. have any of that stuff. <laughs> well, like so when we were when we were kids and we cottaged, um, we'd go down to the convenience store and get a little book, right? Like before we were like. I would say old enough to comprehend comics. Like looking at the pictures of a comic was cool. But mm-hmm. we, do you remember? And like, I think you and I saw them at one of those, uh, what you call it? Flea uh, markets. Yeah. Something like that. But like, you remember the old sticker books that you'd buy? Oh so yeah. You'd buy like a magazine and then you'd buy the sticker packs and you'd go find where they had to go. Oh yeah. That's what, that's what we used to do. And then I got into comic books. And like when, when we walked down to the convenience store and there was the comic book rack, if I was really good that week, I got a comic book. And that was like the best. I got to sit on the deck or in the treehouse and just read comics. And that was so much fun. And that's why I'm not a huge DC thing person. But um, I, I almost forgot, David. And usually we talk about this in catch up. And it wasn't a bad thing. I did. But did you catch our Instagram story the other day? I was playing mine and David's favorite game. Find Coronation Street. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I get a good laugh. <laughs> so, so walking through a value village, I saw not one, but two copies of Coronation Street, the board game. And one was brand new, sealed in the plastic. And you know what's funny is because the last time I was at a, a thrift store, they didn't have any Coronation Street. Yeah. So, so you finding two, though, evens out the playing field so the universe that's why the universe hasn't collapsed on itself ah uh, the spidey verse is taking yeah. care of it gotten it mm-hmm. but i did find an absolute gem of a board game so a board game i've been looking for for probably the last six years at a reasonable price has been um a, a version of seen it a deluxe edition in a metal tin but it's based on the uh, the television show friends so my other half she ho shall not be named two is now how we will refer to her. Um, <laughs> my other half um, has been a like loved friends growing up, right? And I, I agree. And like this could be a debate for another podcast, but uh, Friends, Seinfeld, all those shows—they don't really hold up now like they used to. They're still funny to the people who watch them, but like to a new audience, they're not exactly the greatest. That's true because most of the references were are no longer a thing anymore right like yeah you watch like sign i was watching seinfeld the other day right and i find it funny because i know the references because i grew up when the technology that they were talking about or making fun of at the time was relevant i know that stuff but you send shows it to someone who's young and they'll be like what the hell is this so anyways go on um anyway so i found this board game right and i like i was like holy crap and i didn't even notice it until I looked up after I shot my Coronation Street video. I was like, holy shit, I found it. So I like Googled it really quickly. I'm like, oh my God, what is this thing worth? I didn't even look at the price while I was in there. 
this game still to buy a used copy on like Amazon or eBay is like anywhere from 90 to $140. And I got it in pretty much new condition for $6.99. Are you going to flip it? No, we want to play it. Play it once and then flip it. I don't know. It's been something we've wanted for a long time. Did you flip that Star Wars game that you bought? I know because I'm going to do a unboxing video eventually. <laughs> it's still in the wrap. It's still exactly. In the nice like, wrap, yeah. but that I'm going to go there soon. If you if you want to join me when you when you visit, we'll go. Hell's yeah. Um. So yeah. So um. The the whole debate of Friends and Seinfeld. Yeah. This is a show way off the rails. We're very sorry or not. I don't know. I, I mean, it could be about power tools for 45 minutes. So. Yeah, I mean, that did happen once. Um, <laughs> the whole debate on Friends and Seinfeld, but it was specifically Seinfeld, was why generations today hate shows like this. But somehow, The Office is getting this insane resurgence on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. So as you guys know, I like to scroll through TikTok and watch TV shows while I'm in the bathroom or whatever. And I'll watch them three minutes at a time because David thinks it's funny. I've seen an awful I don't think lot. It's funny. It's actually enraging, but you do it because you know that it rages me. It's even funnier because I could just turn on the episode. Oh my God. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but the office is taken over again. And like the office, like sometimes has very, like some things happen in the real world and like the clips are just perfect. Like when Michael sells back his paper company to Dunder Mifflin, that refer that scene is being referenced to the thing that's happening in, in golf with um live and the saudi or the live and uh, the pga mm-hmm. but people are like oh yeah the office is totally fine i've lived through all three shows i mean seinfeld i i started watching when i was old enough to comprehend it as was friends like i think it started in 1997 so i would have i really started understanding in like season four or five when i was mm-hmm. old enough and then i watched it all through high school Right. Because it ended when we all finished or like, I think in like 2004. So yeah. it was like it was topical that. there. Like it was very that was that was the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Thursday nights. That was the show. Seinfeld had already been over for a little bit. It took Seinfeld spot. A lot of the jokes. Yeah, they don't they don't translate to today very well. Right. No, but, actually, some of a lot of the jokes I because I, I I'll put Seinfeld on in the evenings. I'll just put on Netflix when I'm just bumming around. A lot of the shows or a lot of the episodes and the jokes are have stuff that would probably really, you know, trigger some people. Right. Like, yeah, like, borderline offensive. Right. Like, um, and I think that's why it was so funny, because like, well, I mean, humor back then was way different. Right. Like people made people if you were different, people made fun of you. Right. Like, yeah. Not saying that that is the that is the right or acceptable, but that's just how society was at the time, right? Um, but the thing with Seinfeld is like it took everyday things and and turned it into such a big issue. Like remember, like the episode where Jerry was dating the girl with uh, man hands, like yeah. just really manish hands, and it's just like they took something that you wouldn't even really think is a is an issue and made a whole episode about it right and then it's like oh my god like it it really both seinfeld and friends changed pop culture yeah and, and if it, something else will roll around and do the same thing yeah like if it wasn't for those shows we wouldn't have had a lot of sitcoms right well, like how i met your mother was the next one in that line mm-hmm Right. And, and you know, the thing is, I never really got into how I met your mother. Uh, I, I can't say I've ever watched an episode. I've seen parts like that 70 show. Again, I've seen parts of it. Never really watched it. Seinfeld was the only one that I consistently watched. And like every single show, it doesn't matter when it's released, will always be considered problematic to someone. Mm-hmm. Right. Black Mirror, as an example, the the episode that has been since. Like you don't have to watch it, type of thing. The uh, the skippable episode with the bestiality, I believe it is. Oh, that's the first. The funny thing is, is that's the first episode of season one. Yeah. <laughs> and what but, do they call it? It's called the black episode or something now, right? Like, it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So you don't but actually it, have to watch it. You don't have to watch any of them because they're not really connected. They're they're what is it called? They're uh, 
I forget the term. They're like each individual stories or whatnot. Yeah. There's only a few in in the series that are are connected. Actually, there's a new season of Black Mirror coming out soon. There's a new season of like everything coming out. I think actually TV is so overwhelming now that it's hard to know what is good and what is bad. Like I haven't finished Ted Lasso yet, which ended a week and a half ago. And I've done a very good job avoiding spoilers, but in true television fashion, most people assumed before the finale that it was ending and Jason Sudeikis was walking away from the character. Mm. So like, do I want to watch the end? No, I, I, I want to like, I want Ted to, to be on forever. I love that show. It's great. It, it is one of the most inspiring television shows out there right now. But there's also a huge quality gap now between your Apple TVs, your Disney pluses, your Netflixes, your Hulus, your Amazon primes. Am I missing one? Your craves, which is just HBO. Craves, Yeah. Uh, there's a whole and Paramount like, plus some of these shows suck. Like there's a there. I think it's called idol or the idol. It's starring Lily Rose Depp and the weekend. And apparently it's awful. It is just awful, but it's being advertised everywhere. It's just like, what are we do? Like, I, I don't know. I like to always ask the question, what are we doing when, when we're watching things? But, but what makes, actually, that's a great question. You've just seen a trailer on TV. What has made you watch the show? What, what makes you and your other half sit down and watch a show? After watching a trailer for a show, usually like the quick cuts and sound effects. Okay, so you're like, <laughs> no, I, I think if they if the show, if the trailer shows off enough, I don't know, I actually, you know, this is a tough question because I know in my mind what looks interesting. I think I like mysteries. I like things where there's questions and there's there's, uh, you know, confusion. There's stuff like you know, I, I don't mind some dramas, but there has to be some sense of like almost urgency, right? Yep. Or or uh, if they make you feel concerned or scared for the character. Um, some trailers can do that really well. Some trailers just don't look interesting at all, right? Some trailers actually take the best parts of the shows and put it in the trailer. And then the show's nothing like it. Yep. I agree with that with um, have you watched any of Ted Lasso? Uh, I actually have watched season one and two. Um, this was a few years ago. Actually, I watched it before we before we moved up here. Ted Lasso uh, two ended last year. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I watched it before we moved. Anyways, uh, I've seen both the first and second season and the first few episodes. I didn't really get too into it as just kind of like okay well you kept telling me that it's uh, it's really good uh and then i want to say about maybe halfway through the first season it really started to grip me and then uh, second season was great and i didn't even realize that third season was there but i don't subscribe to apple plus i think i only watch it because i had a i had a uh, free subscription for like three months or something like that hmm. so what made you watch the show what drew you to ted Nothing. You told me that it was a really good show and I should watch it. So as a good friend and a co-host for this uh, podcast that we talk about TVs, movies, video games, and whatever, mm -hmm. I watched it so we could talk about it. Unlike Sean or unlike Parmesan, who doesn't watch Clone Wars. No, no. Ignoring <laughs> that. Ignoring that. My, my Anyways, thing no, I watched it because you, you recommended it, right? Like I, it's not something... It's a sports show, right? Like you're more into sports than I am, which is has been really the one thing in our friendships that like we're very different in, right? Like I'll watch some stuff, but I I don't really care about like I I will watch True. it for the social aspect of it, but you care about the players and whatnot. I only watched Ted Lasso because you recommended it, and then you encouraged me to keep watching it saying like the first few episodes is like, okay, it, but it does get better. And it did. Like I, I followed through with it and, and I thought it was really good. So 
that's really why it wasn't because of a trailer or anything that I watched. Cause again, when I watched the trailer for that, I just saw another sports show. Right. So the reason I watched that show was a thousand percent because of the SNL character and the one commercial that Jason Sudeikis did for the premier league where he was that character. Oh, like, so that, hold on. This show was based off of a SNL skit. Oh, like an SNL character once. And I don't even think it was a big thing, but there was a, there was a commercial that Jason Sudeikis did for the premier league on um, NBC. And that's where the character came from. And it was an American football coach who goes to the United Kingdom or something. Huh. So that's, that's how I knew about the character. And it was like one of my favorite skits ever. And I was just like, it's so great. I can send you the video if that's what you're looking for. Do you remember the Terry Tate office linebacker? Yeah. That just, for some reason, the, the whole skit thing reminded me of that. What was that? That was from like early two thousands. Um, okay. What else is on our list here? Whatever we want. (laughs) So more yard work. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We've got um, the summer showcase happened today. And what's uh, the summer showcase, Sean? It's a summer showcase where they show the same video game trailers that we've already seen 652 times. And they wrap it up in a nice little bow and they show us one or two new things and then a whole bunch of nothing. And in this case, we got more nothing than we did something. However, there was a few extra add-ons that we saw. I, I don't know, some new footage of, I guess. So um, we got to see some new footage of Path of Exile 2, which we haven't seen for about two years, um, which is which is a nice little start. It's another free-to-play game. If you remember playing the first one, it's mm-hmm. literally just a dungeon crawler. I mean, I don't know how you could ever release something like this on the on the week that Diablo came out, but right. Like sure. uh, the, an exact same style game too. Did you, did you pick up Diablo or, or are you going to, uh, you know what I might, but, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't have time to play games right now. I feel like that's going to be more of a, like a winter game for me. Yeah. I'm i uh, I'm slowly gearing down to the, I'm not gaming till September mode. Yeah. But I will always talk about games and enjoy games. Um, That's what's most fun about games in general is talking about them. (laughs) Yeah. Who plays games? Yeah. Right. right? Um, Next up was a a trailer I actually got fairly excited for. It was very cool looking. So they you see Sonic come on the screen and you're like, oh, cool. A new 2D scroller. And it's done in the original Sonic style. And then, boom, the game turns into this brand new kind of 3d uh, side scrolling game that also gives the ability to go uh, up and down on the screen, which is kind of nice. There is a few different, um, I guess, visual tricks that they're doing. Um, As a whole, it looks really good. Hold on. What are you talking about? So the, the new Sonic game, Sonic Superstars. yeah, yeah, Yeah. Now, hold on. They said that it was a mobile game, but I don't know if that was just how the, the video was cut for the, the website, but Sonic Superstars is oh, coming out for fully co-op PS5, Xbox series, PS4, Xbox one, switch and PC. All right. It looks cool. And like, there's some, there's some, um, I guess you could still call it 2d side scrolling. Um, but there's also the ability to kind of like run along the wall, like going beyond the X axis. And there's also like going straight down the screen, which is kind of neat. It looks fun. It looks refreshing. Everybody likes a good Sonic game. 2D platformers never seem to get old. Right. That's no. just. Oh, that's the one that it, uh, the last like really good Sonic game was Sonic Mania. But Sonic Mania was. Uh, kept with like the 16 bit style, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it did. It was so. Uh, you know what? The funny thing is, like the Sonic games is kind of a an interesting situation because it's a such a popular character, but the games have like gone through quite a 
a turbulent history from being really good to being complete trash. And it's like they always try uh, or the, the Sega and its developers tries every so often to kind of reinvent the game. And then when they do, it just is garbage. And then they eventually go back to like the 2D side scrolling. Yeah. Right. Like they they did a really good job of Sonic Adventure uh, and improved upon it even more on Sonic Adventure 2. But then they went kind of like, oh, this is where Sonic is going with these like 3D adventure games. And then they just started like tanking. There's one where you like you turn into like evil Sonic or something like that. Like, but Sonic. if shit ain't broke, don't fix it, man. Uh, well, there's one where you play a shadow, not evil Sonic. There's also oh, that's it. Yeah, I think it's so- I can't remember. It's Sonic Dark Shadows or something where you just you fight Shadow Sonic. Sonic Chronicles, yeah. Um, what was the Sonic? There was one for like Wii, I remember. And that game like was not good at all. Oh, Sonic Unleashed. And yeah. then there was Sonic in the Secret Rings. He had a sword in that one. Yeah, like they, they've tried a whole lot of stuff. I believe Did they not. call him Sanic now. Sanic, yeah. Sanic. Um, they showed us Mortal Kombat 1. Cool. Didn't we see that at the PlayStation thing? Yes. Uh, Boulder's Gate 3. Uh, it was a world premiere. This seems like it's just going to be like the other. But was Boulder's. It was a. Uh, hold on. Boulder's Gate was a. Uh, but they already announced Boulder's Gate, though. They already had a trailer for that or something that I thought. Yeah, it was just a. Um, like a preview trailer. Full release oh, sometimes. It, it's like a trailer that it showed some of the development stuff behind yeah. it. Whatever. Um, they showed off again Marvel Spider-Man 2. They gave us a release date. They gave us some screenshots with actual Venom. They gave us the pre-order bonuses, which if you go for the Ultimate Edition with digital, it comes with um, a Venom statue that Miles and Peter are fighting. Which is kind of cool. How hmm. how what's your temperature on Spider-Man 2? Are you like excited? Are you optimistic? Are you uh you know what? Like I think it's gonna be a like any other sequel to a successful game. Right? Like there's gonna be super hype for it because the first game was so successful. Um, it is such a good game. I think what they are gonna do with it is they're gonna take what made the first game good and improve on it. So it's going to get better. Uh, it's going to sell boatloads. It's going to be like the have to buy game for this upcoming holiday season. But over Starfield. Yeah, for PlayStation. 100. Yeah, it's, it's going to be Starfield versus I think game of the year is going to go in a three way frenzy, right? So it's going to be Zelda, Starfield and Spider-Man 2. Those that's going to be kind of how it goes. And I don't think Zelda's going to I don't think Zelda's going to get it. I think it will. Game of the year. For once though, all big 3 studios have something major at the table. That's true. But I can I can guarantee you how this is going to go. Nintendo fans who usually have a different console. Man, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom was amazing. You get to build stuff. You get to build robots with penises. The TTP was so low. Blah, blah, blah. I get to build cool robots and trick the game and do all these cool puzzles. Xbox. Starfield was amazing. Ha ha. It was so good. I can't believe Bethesda came out with a game that was still so buggy and it might win game of the year. (laughs) Sony. Hey, bitches. You know, like, you know that uh, that meme with the podium and the guy with the champagne in third place? Yeah. Sony's going to be like, we have Spider-Man and you guys don't. Suck it. We just paid for this award and that's how it's going to go. Yeah. Spider-Man will win game of the year. I'm calling it now. That's that's what's going to go down. Well, yeah, because Sony's going to pay the most money. And the thing is, because Sony will probably be really super pissed off because Microsoft bought Activision and that deal went through. Sony's going to be even more aggressive with, uh, you know, purchasing up uh, the exclusives and, and paying for. Awards, <laughs> so. um, They didn't show much else off, but I did want to talk about a trailer I saw, or, oh, I guess they showed us um, another trailer for The Witcher Season 3. 
Um, Sandland was kind of cool looking. Who's Just, playing picture uh, now? Because what's his face left? It's it's um, Thor's brother, Liam Hensworth. Oh, yeah, that's right. They kind of tried to make him look like uh, Superman guy. Yeah. Um, John Cop- uh, Carpenter's Toxic Commando looked kind of cool. Um, we got to see a gameplay trailer for Alan Wake where we only saw Alan Wake as a, a kind of weird trailer for through PlayStation. So mm-hmm. that was also neat. Um, uh, they show they, this game called Sandland. Yeah, that's what I, I just wanted to hit Sandland. But yeah, go uh, ahead. It looks interesting because it's made uh, or it's like an open world game. Uh, I guess the all the character design and stuff like that is done by the creator of Dragon Ball. So if you watch Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, if you've played. Uh, what was the game? Uh, Blue Dragon. Uh, if you played any of the Dragon Quest games, you know, it's it's that artwork. Um, I'm not too sure what kind of game this is. Like, it's an open world. Like, it looks like a open world kind of action RPG fighting game. I don't know. Like, it looks uh, sandboxy a little bit, too. eh? It does. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Um, it looks like a comfy game. <laughs> you think this game looks cozy? Yeah, like, I mean, it, it has this action bits that we we see, but I think the art style kind of yeah makes it feel like because it's it. I don't know. There's just something with that the, the Dragon Ball like art style that it's detailed, but at the same time, it's it's cozy. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's hard to put but it uh, describe it properly. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it is what it is. We saw a new twisted metal sneak peek, which looked kind of like the show looks like it's going to be pretty sweet and unhinged. So I'm kind of excited. I didn't think it was going to look this good, but it's on Peacock, right? So where are we going to watch it? Uh, I don't Canada. No, get Peacock, probably Mm. Amazon or Crave. Yeah, like, uh, well, Peacock is what? United States. Yeah. It's NBC. Um, I don't know, actually. Um, Unless. Peacock is. a. Oh, that's. If you are Sky now, it's available in the UK and Ireland, Germany, Austria and Switzerland and Italy. So they haven't. Uh release anywhere else but yeah i don't know we'll find it somewhere um another Fortnite chapter chapter four season three the wilds cool you get optimus prime now final fantasy 7 rebirth uh yeah the the next part of the final fantasy 7 remake game the game that square enix is going to milk for like 10 years I would love to go through one, just one game thing in the near future where I don't see the the words final or fantasy. Why? It's why? Just because you don't like the games. I know. I'm just bored of it. Have you? How how can you be bored of it if if you don't play them? Because I'm bored of it. (laughs) Makes perfect sense. Yeah, I thought so. Logic stands. Mm. Um, I just sent you a trailer for another cozy game that I saw. Um, this was actually released about a month ago. It is, um, I guess, a sequel to My Time at Porsche. Oh, yeah. It's My Time at Sandrock. Very cozy game. Looks uh, looks very fun. Looks like a cross between Animal Crossing and some sort of game where you also get to hunt people, which is nice. This looks like it's just a busy work simulator that you kind of... It is. It's like it's it's a it's a real life simulator, right? Like it's like uh, a lot of those games, like like you said, Animal Crossing or Stardew Valley or what's the other one? The the most popular one from way back. Um, Stardew? No, not Stardew Valley. Uh, um, Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon. Like those kind of things where it's like, yeah, it's like a town simulator. Um I mean, I played my time at Porsche. It was a cool little, little game. It had its bugs and stuff like that, but this game fun. seems all right. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we are pretty much out of it unless you wanted anything else. I do want to give you all a special preview for the Taylor Swift trivia that we're doing. 
I want to give you guys one clue before just, we we sign ju- off. Just one clue? Yeah, I'm going to play a small clip from one of our our clues because oh, we are stop. doing a reverse round. Reverse. <laughs> we we need the reverse. Yeah. From the cha cha slide. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for the clue? Yeah. Are you ready for Get ready for it. You know what the funny thing is, is that I don't know. I don't know any Taylor Swift song, so I'm glad I'm not going to be there. (laughs) Good. I'm glad I gave you all one answer of a possible 10. Have fun with it. We will see you at TWB on June 14th. But that is it for us. For myself. That Hansel's so hot right now. Parmesan. And Davithan. He's so cool. We want to thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast.